You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to Off the Bench with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews, the show that covers all things NRL. Nah, I'm still filling in for Woogie Matthews. Gary Belcher here with Scotty Sattler. Uh, plenty coming up on the show. Welcome, Scott. Hello, Badge. Yeah, exciting. What a, what a great weekend. Um, well, all how, revolves how around it? the NRL. And, and how special is it? I mean, I'm not feeling the love as much as you are because your side's in it again three years yeah. in a row. Mighty Panthers up against the Parramatta Eels and great to see some a fresh team in there. Haven't been there for it a long is. time. Yeah. You know, I've got to say, you know, they're one of the most maligned teams in the in the NRL, the Parramatta Eels have got a huge fan base and there's been so much expectation from them for so many years. And we go back to 2001 when they dominated the competition, they broke every record in the competition and all of a sudden they're 24-0 down in the grand final to lose mm. that to Newcastle. And then 2019 on the back of the individual brilliance of Jared Hayne and the work rate of 2009, the, the work rate of Nathan Hindmarsh and Nathan Kalis and co, they fall short yeah. again after getting beaten by Melbourne. So... I've got to say, this is probably one of the most complete sides that Parramatta has put out for a long, long time, I think. Rightio. Uh, we're going to catch up with a, an ex-teammate of yours, Craig Gower. Two ex-teammates. Two? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You did cross paths with Brandy Alexandra. So both of them, uh, we're going to, both of them former captains of the Panthers. Uh, Gowie in 2003, the premiership winners, and Brandy when they won their first ever Comp in 1991. And he'll it's like talk drinking a bit more vinegar, about, isn't it, when you say that? Yeah, he'll talk a bit more about the history that those two Western Sydney teams. Right, let's do this. Time on Off the Bench to look back on the news of the week. Well, the big news of the week outside of the build-up for the grand final sets was the Dally M uh, Award, and we had it down to two players, didn't we? Ben Hunt and Nico Hines. Yeah. And it turned out that Nico Hines ran away with it. He did 38 votes, which is the most... Polled the highest tally in the history of well, since the Dalian was forty three years was introduced. Um, this is what he had to say after winning the award. The Cronulla halfback scored half of those points, three votes, which means he is your twenty twenty two Dalian medalist, Nico Hines. Can't believe it to be honest. Um, I come here so not very confident one bit. Um, I thought Benny Hunt was taking it out for sure, and. Or, or Teddy, and um, you know, I just come here tonight, just extremely grateful to be here with, surrounded by great players. And you know, five years ago, I was sitting at home watching this, and never, I was only dreaming about being here. I didn't even think I'd ever be here. And yeah, I, I, honestly, I've just come here just expecting to have a good night and catch up with some old friends, really. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've got so many people to thank. I don't know if you're going to ask me another question or I'll keep going. But uh. <laughs> you've had some pretty significant moments in your life. How does tonight rate? Oh, yeah, it's very up there. You know, I'd probably rather be playing in the grand final like these guys are. Um, but, you know, this is, I guess, the next best thing. And you don't really play for the individual awards. But, um, yeah, it's an honour. It's an honour to be here. And uh, I got to do it with my mum tonight, who means the absolute world to me. And, um, yeah, I can't, I can't thank her enough. You're so selfless and dedicated and shining a light in some of the darker areas and challenges that we do experience, not just in our game, but in our lives, in our homes, in our communities. Do you find a strength in, in sharing that honesty and truth? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I didn't 
walked the easiest journey to get here and had some uh, tough challenges growing up and now I'm in a privileged position to give back and um, hopefully influence some people who have been in my position who are walking a tough journey right now to hopefully inspire them to be here where we're all standing here today. And 23rd round when they called it. Still two rounds to go. That's how dominant yeah, his votes were. Outstanding stuff. And he's come from a, a pretty dark place at he times. Has. We heard a few years ago before he joined the Melbourne Storm, the Sunshine Coast as a feeder club for Melbourne Storm. And, and I just had my doubts that he'd be a, a, a capable regular halfback this year when he joined the Sharks and he proved that he was he's one of the best in the game. So very consistently really, very good. His speech is really classy also, Badge. You know, not only he took his mum to the Dallium, we see a lot of players do that these days and um, great testament towards his mother, but also his former club, Melbourne, who he sort of more or less said dragged him out of that dark spot and taught him not only how to be a rugby league player, but taught him how to be a man as mm. well. So uh, he's a he's a pretty classy young man. And uh, I think a lot of people now are starting to question and we will see that. We'll see a lot of journalists will go back and start looking at old games throughout the season and seeing uh, whether he would have should have deserved three losers. points. But I've got to say that the only question you've got to ask is, would Cronulla be in the position they were finishing second if Nico Hines wasn't there? No. I say no way. No, I don't think he, they're top four he was side. outstanding for them. Mm. Coach of the year, Todd Payton, coach of the uh, North Queensland Cowboys, did uh, – I think it went down to uh, probably – him and Craig Fitzgibbon at the Sharks and, and Ivan Cleary. Jeremiah Nanai from the Cowboys was Rookie of the Year. No well done to him. There, is there? And NRLW Player of the Year went to Roosters halfback, Racine McGregor. Now, around the grand final, uh, we learned that Taylor May is out with a hamstring injury, so replaced by Charlie Staines, which is a nice story for him. He was on standby last year for mm. Dylan Edwards, and Edwards came back from a, a busted foot uh, to play, and, Ch- and Staines missed out. Uh, Tom Opachik, a centre for the Eels won't play as well. And the big one there is Nathan Brown, recalled for the first time since round 17 for Parramatta. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I don't know whether that's the way they'll line up on the bench, whether Bryce Cartwright comes in. But I've got to say, a lot of people are saying, why? Why is Jacob Arthur picked? And he, he doesn't get used a lot. He's only there just in case Mitch Moses or Dylan Brown get injured. I think he's more there in case Reed Marnie gets injured at dummy half. They don't have a recognised or another person that can play that utility number nine role. So I think that's probably more important to them than the other two going down. If the Eels can win, and we've talked a fair bit about the Panthers and we will, who's got to be their best player? Well, Mitchell Moses, without a doubt. But um, first and foremost, Regan Campbell-Gillard and, and Junior Barlow, they're the ones that have got to, they've got to be able to withstand way, that, that energy that Penrith brings. So I think those two have got to be the best players. Early next week, we're going to have a Kangaroos squad uh selected and named 24 man for the world cup. Uh, can players force their way in with a big performance in this grand Absolutely. final? You betcha. Yeah. Uh, the likes of, I, I think Sean Lane, Dylan Edwards, Clint Gutherson, Ryan Madison, but I reckon the one bloke who's, who's got more than one foot in the, in the door in that team already up front for the Eels, the way he's been playing has to be. Regan Campbell. Regan Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, he's been playing big minutes as well each week, which, Again, falls in favour for him, for, for Mal Meninga. But Mal Meninga, for more reports, has been waxing lyrical about Dylan Edwards. Outstanding. Rightio. Hey, we better get to a break. Uh, this is Off the Bench with Badge and Sats. And when we come back, we're going to have a chat to former Panthers legend Craig Gower. This is Off the Bench NRL. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench NRL.
Yeah, grand final winning skipper in 2003. That day was Craig Gow for the Panthers in the win over the Roosters. So and how come I could hear your voice louder than anyone else's screaming at Because I was probably the loudest. <laughs> most excited. In most occasions. Uh, yeah, he's going to join us on Sports Day to discuss his recollections and most importantly see whether this current Penrith Panthers squad can go back to back. Uh, he's on the line. How are you, Gowie? Not too bad. How's things, boys? Really well, really well. When this week comes around every year, do you, are you the sort of player to recollect yourself and think back? Uh, not really, mate. Not, not really. <laughs> it's a great occasion, you know. It's, uh, obviously, we're catching up on Saturday. I think uh, I'm more excited about that than um, the game at the moment. But obviously, when the game comes around, I'll, I'll be right into it. You know, looking forward to the boys uh, going back to back. And, you know, they certainly certainly have got the... The team, but, you know, they've had a, a, a fantastic season as well and um, they just need to top it off now. Yeah, well, and, and red-hot favourites. That was one of one of my questions uh, here for you, Gary, was are you more excited about the grand final or the reunion? I think you've answered that. Um, do mo- most, of your blokes, most of your blokes turn up? Big turn up this Saturday. Ah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. right. What's the incentive? What's the, what's the go? You get grand final tickets if you go? Or? No, it's just our company, isn't it, Gary? Hey? That's it, buddy. That's it. Yep. Go and go and socialise. Go and catch up with the boys. You know, that's the thing. Even though that, um, you know, we, we had an amazing, amazing year that that year, and um, you know, we 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 talk sporadically, but you know, we, ne- we never get to catch up. And you know, it's good to. That's where we get to reminisce and, and obviously, um, you know, catch up and see how boys are and families are and all the rest of it. So it's a, you know, it's a, not, it's a nice occasion. Is there anywhere you ha- you guys have to avoid, like someone's still banned from from back in the day, or you just? Well, Trent Waterhouse is banned from the Leagues Club, <laughs> right? So he's, he's not allowed to go to the Leagues Club. I was thinking Club. about our, our guest might have been might have got a. Can I tell of a quick story now? Now Gowie's not on social media, and right. he's smart, and he's a little bit like you, Badge. And and when I sent out the group message, I sent it to his beautiful wife Amanda, and she answers she answers for him. She goes, "Yes, Craig will be there." For FOMO, like fear of missing out, like because yeah. Gowie's got to be involved in everything, so he'll be very excited. Hey, Gowie, uh, grand final week. When you do think back to two thousand and three, what's the biggest challenge of grand final week did, that you found? Well, it's a challenge. I, I just, I, I just thought that we enjoyed it. Um, sat, you know, like I, I just thought that there was no, we didn't feel like that was, there was pressures on us. We'll, we'll, we'll just, we'll just go out there and join every, every day, and you know, it's, it's a great experience to. The whole week itself and and all the rest of it, but you know, I was uh, Paulie Kent rang me up just for a quote about you know someone giving you some some advice, and I said, well, no one really gave me advice, but you know, the advice I'd be given is just to to enjoy the moment because you know when you get older, you don't obviously you don't get to experience these things you know like you did when you're back playing and and having those emotions and all the rest of it. So I think the biggest thing is just you know really just you know absorbing the the whole week and and the atmosphere and you know you teammates, your family and all that sort of stuff because it's, it certainly makes the uh, it makes the occasion and uh, well, it, and also good for us you know, especially when you win the game as well so I think that's the, you know, at the end of the day that's the biggest thing, winning the game and, and um, you know, all that other stuff it just, just tops it off. Now going back to back, Gary, winning in 2003 you were knocked out by the Bulldogs a week before the grand final 2004 did you find it difficult trying to go back to back? Was everyone hunting you because no one expected the Panthers really to finish up where they did in 2003? Oh, yeah, you can say that because obviously, you know, we we still had a good team, you know, in 2004 and, um, you know, we were playing some good football as well. Uh, We just just come into a a Canterbury-Bankstown side that were were better than us pretty much, you know. So, uh, you know, it was a good clash, but, you know, some days on the day you get get done and and, uh, that's what happened to us. So 
don't have no regrets about that season. Just you know, sometimes we just you just come up short. Is there a bit of danger for um, the Panthers, given that they're hot favourites? Have been there a couple of times before. Um, you know, would you be concerned at all about maybe complacency or, or Parramatta sneaking up on them? Oh, I don't think so at all, Badge. Just for a particular reason, because you're playing against Parramatta. Now, there is that much pressure on this team to win, just through their, their fans themselves, you know, not winning for 36 years, you know, you know, internally. You know, that, that club's a mess sometimes. You just don't know what's going on, you know. So I, I think it's more pressure on, on Parramatta to... To, to get the job done than, than Penrith. So, you know, I think just more um, experience with, the, you know, the Penrith team having experience, I, I think they know what to expect. You know, most of the guys have, have been there and done it. So um, it's, I think it's, it all leads to, you know, Penrith just um, dominating on the weekend. In, and as a halfback, um, are you buying into the talk around that, that Nathan Cleary is so far ahead of, of other former halfbacks at the same stage of his career and uh, you know are you, are you a massive fan oh I'm a massive fan oh, I, I, he's, a, he, don't get me wrong. he's a classy classy player and, and uh, you know the things that he's done so well in his career of course he's, he's on that trajectory like you know he could be better than Joey you know I, I don't think the eight on water or like that but um, I think it's just one of those things where you, you've just seen what he's done he's just gotten better you know there was some question marks obviously when he come out and just with in relation to the way he played, because you know he he was taught pretty much structure all his life, and that's that's how they they grow up. So I, I was thinking, you know, his run game was actually not that dominant, but you know he's shown over the last couple of years how you know his his whole game's just gone to a new level, and and his run game is just he's up there. You know, he just he knows exactly when to run, not run. You know, to himself, he's, he's got all the abilities, and he sees the game so well. And when you see the game so well, you know. It's easy to pick your options and 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 choose the right ones. You know, ninety percent of the time. Is is the big threat the Parramatta forwards? What what they could do as far as you know, starting fast as they have been, and and just giving Penrith nothing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm talking about Regan Campbell Gillard and Junior Barlow and uh, Big Sean Lane, who've been in in you know in in rare form. Yep. Yeah, they're certainly they're, they're packs dangerous. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but. You know, I, you know, after watching the semi-final with Penrith Park, they, you know, it's they just got dominated. So now it's 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 the occasion. Can they handle the occasion? Can they can they rise to the occasion? That, that's the other side as well. And it's, it's and it's going to be the, the the team that takes the those big moments. You know, for us, you know, back in 2003, obviously Sats made that unbelievable tackle. You know, Crudo um, really? made three amazing plays. Yeah, well, no one knows about Satchi, but the three amazing plays from Prado were, were unbelievable, you know. So, but that's the thing, you know. You know, we had you know, we had players step up and make big, big, big plays, and uh, you know, I can't see it being any different for that for that game. You know, you're going to at the stages, and whoever can take those moments, um, and you know, I'm, I'm sure that they'll go a long way to win winning that game. Gary, do you see a lot of similarities when you look at some of the players in this Panthers side? And the way they play, and some of the players that were in 2003, and I'll mention a few that Viliami Kikiao and the damage that he does, like Tony Pulitua did on that same side of the field, same size, same sort of athlete, the unpredictability of Jerome Luai and Preston Campbell, your halves partner, and the craftiness of Luke Prittis and Api Koroyasau. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, great point there, Sats. You know, I, I never sort of looked at it like that. I just thought that, you know, across the board, they, 
you know, they've just been a fantastic team. But if you, you break it down like that, yeah, certainly. You know, there's certainly there's players you can look back and go, oh, well, you know, he, that, that was the same sort of, sort of style of player. Um, yeah, so, you know, uh, just from what that team's done for the last three years and lose players, have young guys come through, lose a couple more, they'll lose, lose them again. And to just to really establish themselves. And I think they've been the length of it ahead of other teams. I know other teams started to play well at the end of the year, but consistently across the board, they've been length in front of every team, I think. Would, would you start with, with Appy or as they have been with Mitch Kenny, Gowie? That's a good point, mate. That, that was one thing I thought that they made the wrong call the other day. Um, I understand why they do it, to, to suck up you know, a bit of pressure and, and that fatigue thing in the first 20 minutes because obviously it's, it's brutal out there and it's fast. But I'd play Appy straight away. He gives you too much out of dummy half, mm. just his deception and so forth. Mm. And I think that's one thing um, that, that we lack when, when he's not there. And I think that's one part of, you know, um, certainly that it's going to be interesting to see which way that uh, Ivan goes on the night, you know. I want you to put a rumour to bed, Gary. Better play some audio, and we'll come back after it. I'll ask you the question. Have a listen to this. And Lang takes it towards the 10-metre line. That was perfect. Opened it up. Now Campbell's in position. So is Gower. They take another one. Prittis goes wide to Rooney. Now, that's the winning grand final, the winning try, of course, to Luke Rooney in that grand final. Now, in so, the commentary, Gowie, you hear Fatty say, take a bow, John Lang, they set up for this. Now, can you put the rumour to bed that no one on the field other than Luke Prittis knew that he was going down that short side? Uh, that's certainly the way, because I sprayed, I gave Luke Prittis the biggest almighty spray when he's gone to the left side, and then he threw the 20-metre cutout ball and, and um, put it on his chest, and obviously... Um, the walks was too far infield, but uh, yeah, that's. Uh, mate, I, I don't think Langy could be that crafty, sack. You know what I mean? We, we always just we all pretty much just five, five hit up, uh, hit ups for a kick and just do our best, you know. So um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll fight his way off there. I think. So you, you, see, you see why why everyone thought that though? Because you're up twelve six. Yeah, you, you get the field goal. What were you still about? Was still about eight or ten minutes to about go. About eight minutes to go. And Gowie yeah. had set himself, and so I remember a couple of us stood said, up flat. And, and Preston's ready to go, yeah. and Gowie's ready to go, and you're thinking field goal, and am I going to going to catch it like this? And we're going to twist the ball around. I'm going to pop it straight. All of a sudden, you go on the short side, and <laughs> beautiful, beautiful work, Luke Prittis. Good stuff. Yeah. Now, Gowie, it's been great. It's been great reminiscing, also getting your opinion around uh, around Sunday's game, which will, will be an absolute blockbuster. Thanks very much for joining us on Sports Day, mate. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. This is Off The Bench NRL. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off The Bench NRL. Back into the field of play. Short drop out by Canberra in an effort. Oh, it goes Gaia! gets it! Gaia gets it! Yeah, the first time the... Fortunately, well, we then, couldn't see that. Yeah, New South Wales Early Rugby League <laughs> Premiership went to the uh, the base of the Blue Mountains. And last night we spoke to the captain of the 2003 grand final winning side for the Panthers, Craig Gow. Well, tonight it was their uh, inaugural captain in their first Premiership in 1991. That is, of course, Greg Alexander, one of the great analysts of the game. You can hear him each morning with Vossie and Brandy on SEN. How are you, Brandy? Good, Satsy. G'day, Badge. 
Hey, mate. Now, um, still involved at the club, Badge. I mean, uh, Brandy on the board. Do you still get nervous around the outcome of your club that you have served so proudly as a player? Yeah, absolutely. Seth, I'm, 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 I think I'm more nervous now than I was when I played. I, like, I, I didn't really get that nervous when I played, but um, I'm a bad spectator. And I'm, <laughs> more, I'm the, the, the pessimist too. I'm, I just look at all the things that could go wrong. And um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I worked last year. Of course, the last year's grand final was up in, in Queensland. Mm. So, you know, we didn't get to go to it. Um, and I paced, I worked. I was on the panel and I couldn't sit still. Yeah, it was, it was hard to watch. Hard to watch. Now, this Penrith Panthers side in 2022 compared to last year's winning side, no Burton this year, Tungwall has been great. Are they coming into this grand final in better shape than they were last year, Brandy, do you think? Well, physically they are sats. Remember, they were busted last mm. year. Nathan Cleary played with the, the one arm um, and, and sort of strapped up. It was uh, a long way from 100% fit. That arm was just hanging. Uh, Dylan Edwards had a moon boot on mm. until kickoff day, didn't do any training. Um, so physically they're in better shape. Um, and yeah, I, I, you know, if I, if I had to compare the years, I think this year's been an even better the year than what last year was. Um, so physically they're, they're ready to go after resting, um, you know, getting the, the week off and then, um, you know, resting prior, um, to the, to the final series starting. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully they're, they're ready for, mentally as well well and and given they were in the grand final the year before as well this is their third in a row brandy uh so much more confident i imagine this team if if, if you're looking if you're looking to say are they, a, are they a better side would you say in that regard they they would kind of have to be given that they were successful last year yeah i think just another year under their belt that's you know just uh badge just just um you know because they are still a relatively young side and I, you know Every year you play, you, you feel better the following year, and especially if you have a successful year the, the year before. So yeah, I, I think it, it I think it that just their approach to the game. You know, they, they feel more confident in what they're doing, um, more belief in what they're doing. So yeah, I, yeah, I'd, I'd have to say that they would be the primary reasons why they're they're a better side. Mm. And you're heavily involved with the club still. Um, Four years ago, yeah. you know, or when, whenever the plan came in place, maybe a few years before that, did you did you think was this part of it? Did you think they'd make three straight grand finals? Is was it? Has it always been about that? Um, you know, success at the end of the year. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. If, you know, if you if you sort of went back five years, you know, and, and looked at 2017, 2018, um, you know, they were they were pretty good years under Hook, um, and they were around that mark. They were certainly. You know, finalists. Um, I, I, I don't know if anyone would ever perceive, though, that you know you'd, you'd have the success that they've had uh, over the last three years. You know, 2020 when they lost to Melbourne in that grand final, uh, which was, again was a COVID-affected uh, season. But uh, you know, 2020 coming into the grand final, they won 17 in a row. So yeah. I don't think you, you could ever see that. And then last year was such a, a disjointed year where everyone moved to Queensland and. No one really knew what to expect, and the side, you know, everyone thought, well, the side that handles the living away from home situation the best, they might end up winning the comp, and that seemed to be the case. But, you know, I, I think you, you know, you've got high hopes that the teams, you know, the players that you bring to the club and the juniors that are coming through, 
you know, will make them a better side and you, you hope for some success. But I, I don't think you could ever, especially in the NRL era, I don't, I don't think you ever think that you can, you know, have the success that they've had. Third straight grand final, looking to go back to back. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's been a, a, a pretty good ride over the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. But they, you know, they still need to win Sunday. Now, Brandy, what is it about Parramatta? There is something about Parramatta that seems to unsettle Penrith out of most of the sides in the competition. Can you put your finger on it? Uh, no, not really, Sacked. I, I, I don't know why. All, all I can say about Parramatta is, and, and I've, I've done so many Parramatta games this year and walked away and even said through commentary that I, I don't think I've seen a side play the sort of footy um, that they've played through the year. And they have been inconsistent, but that means very little at the moment. Certainly means nothing now after you know the, the two wins that got them into the grand final. Um, you know, when you just look at their side, I don't know what it is and why they're able to have the wood on Penrith in those two games, but uh, there's so much strike. And they're, even though, you know, this is their first grand final for, for most of them, there's a couple that have played grand finals with other clubs, but uh, they're a very experienced side. And, you know, they've got a great middle, uh, the dummy half smart. They've got two good halves. Dylan Brown's the, you know, I think, you know, when you compare what Dylan Brown's done in his first three years in first grade to mm. this year, it's, it, you know, it's stark. The difference is stark. Like, he's he's one of the best players in the comp now, and he hasn't been. There's been that potential, but we've we've realised that potential this year with Dylan Brown. Uh, Mitch Moses is a great player. Gutherson's terrific at the back and very similar, plays a similar game to Dylan Edwards. And they've got... You know, wingers that can finish. So, and, and back rowers that are, are in great form. And, and through the year, and especially late in the year, I remember doing a game, uh, it was the Roosters, the Eels, at Combank Stadium. And the Eels, their first 40, minute, 40 minutes still is, I think, still the best footy I've seen live this year. 40 minutes, I think they led 26-6 at halftime. They blew the Roosters off the field. Uh, they've just got that ability because they've got the individuals in the side to do it. Um, and I think their offloads, while you know it's not crucial, but when they do get on top of sides and they offload the ball, it just increases the pressure on the defensive line, and well, you, you can't handle it if they get their own way. Mm. You've had, the Panthers have had some big rivalries over the years, you know, back with in our day, Brandy, with the Raiders, and then of course the last few years with the Melbourne Storm and Tigers. And Tigers, yeah. Yep. It, is Parramatta though? Is yep. this is this your biggest, your greatest rivalry? Is it still the one that the fans uh, desperately want to see you, you do your best in? Yeah, I, I reckon Badge. You know, geographical neighbours. You know, it, and and of course, you know, Parra were in the comp twenty years before Penrith came into the comp. Um, you know, and Parra had that golden run through the eighties. So, um, you know, and we were just finding our feet. In the 80s, uh, after, you know, sort of battling, no semi-finals for the Panthers until 1985. Uh, we actually played para in our first semi-final. Uh, we, you know, we qualified through a, a, a playoff, midweek playoff against the Seagulls in 85 and beat them in a tight game. And then uh, and we met para on the Saturday and, uh, and got trounced. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's always and it's always been big brother, little brother because we we hadn't had any success. But that's changed over the years, and certainly over the last decade, it, it has. Um, but that's yeah, that's that's Penrith's big biggest rival for sure. Brandy, I was I was reminding Badge and the listeners uh, early on in the week that, and I don't know whether you can recall, it was your last year of 
of playing rugby league in your your very long career in 1999 that there was there was a I suppose discussions there were deep discussions about both Parramatta mm. and Penrith merging for the 2000 season. Can you recall that? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. No, and it it was sort of uh, you know South Sydney um, South Sydney lost their spot in the competition. Mm. Um, uh, the Bears, I can't remember exactly what happened to the Bears, but the Bears were, you know, they were gone too. Um, and there was talk of merging Penrith and Parramatta. Um, in, in the end, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's that was one of the reasons why I ended up running for the board, which was in 2003. Um, so so it's still there was still plenty of chat around, around it back then so you know even after 99 but on into the early 2000s um you know ended up not happening and really I, I don't know how much traction it gained and how serious the chat was um but yeah thank god it didn't happen mm. uh, well i i don't think anyone was going to let it happen but yeah there was there was definite there was definitely some talk about it yeah and, 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 you know, it all, all sort of adds up to this huge, huge event coming up on Sunday, Brandy. Um, now, it's, it's going to be weather affected, uh, hey? And, and it looks like it's going to hang around. Is that who, who gets affected most uh, negatively by that, either side? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who it, who it, if, whether it would favour anyone. You always think of kicking games uh, yep. in the wet. Um, and both, are, you know, both Nathan and, and Mitch have got great kicking games. So... I don't know if it really would favour one or the other. There's, there seems to have been we've had a we've had a pretty wet year. Like I, I don't think the boys, I don't think a wet weather game would be any shock to them. So I, I'm pretty sure they could both handle it, and it'd be hard to sort of you know pick who it would favour. Uh, and you know even in wet weather footy this year, we've seen some terrific footy. I, I don't think that'll stop any sort of ball movement, um, you know, unless it's you know torrential. But uh, I think both teams have played another uh, enough wet weather footy this year to be able to get their heads around it. I, I, I tend to think around who likes to maybe play a bit riskier, take a few more, and that's probably power. I mean, I think I think the Panthers can be, you know, as conservative as they need to be, and uh, yeah, they'll they'll be really hard, really, really hard to beat if it's wet. I think even more so. Yeah, probably Panthers. is, but yeah, Bads, yeah, I, I guess that would that might affect the uh, you know the offloading ability of the Eels um, because they probably do like to push the ball a little bit more than than Penrith. Mm. Hey, Brandy, can you um, truth or myth? I was telling this story the other night, and I don't know. It's only coming out of the mouth of MG, so your brother-in-law mm. could could be anything. But <laughs> 1990, first grand final for Panthers, uh, night before the grand final against the Raiders. Players were celebrating like you'd already won the grand final. Gus walks in and makes a statement, words to the effect, you've already lost the grand final. True or myth? Well, 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 it's sort of true, but not. It wasn't. It wasn't the night before. It was. It was the night before the grand final breakfast, okay. which was. I think the grand final breakfast was on a Wednesday morning, an early Wednesday morning, and uh, and we all used to go to go up to the pub uh, after training on the Tuesday because it was early week. You know, it wasn't. Um, you know, game game was on Sunday, so. Uh, we thought, well, what, why would we change our routine if we all had a beer on a Tuesday afternoon after training? Um, why change anything? Um, yeah, we're in town. We don't get to go to town very often. We're <laughs> staying in Sydney. So we thought, we, we thought we'd have a few beers, um, which sort of turned into a little bit more than a few and it probably went 
a little bit later than, but everyone was, you know, in control and nothing was uh, too outlandish. But yes, Gus did walk in at sort of two o'clock and there was folks hiding behind curtains. <laughs> and, um, you know, I can't, I can't remember who's, I can't remember whose room we're in, but we were, we were, we were putting the bill on Donnie Feltus's room, our uh, our CEO at the time. <laughs> of course. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Gus. Gus ran, Gus ran us pretty hard the next morning. We went down to the grand final breakfast. Had, you know, was all good. And then uh, Gus said, "I'm going to run it out of here this afternoon." So we we had a pretty hard session on the Wednesday afternoon after the the grand final breakfast. So it's there's there's some truth to MG's story. Yeah. <laughs> not quite, not quite. Hey, uh, Brandy, have you been at training yeah. this week? Well, why why change your routine? Exactly, yeah, I know, exactly, I know. Greg. Uh, yeah, have you been? Yeah, have you... No, I haven't. No, I, I haven't been to training this week. It's been it's been a busy week, and um, uh, I'm heading out there tomorrow. We're, we've got a uh, we've got a grand final lunch, and Sats is going to be there too. So, can't wait. are you uh, expecting? I'll, I'll get to have a yarn with Sats. Yeah. Are you guys expecting and to I'll, see? I'll at... watch some training tomorrow. Yeah. Well, are you expecting to see Nathan uh, Cleary putting up floaters and all sorts of different bombs at training? Um, well, he'll he'll practice after training. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll and he and he does every training session. He'll work on whatever kicks that he's going to put into the game. So I'm sure if we uh, if we stick around long enough, um, we'll we'll get to see Nathan. You know, do his go through his routine of uh, both his goal kicking and his his general general play kicking, which he does yeah, which he does after just about every training session. So um, it'll be a big part of the game. The, the kicking game will be will be crucial. Brandy, you know, you're one of the great tactical kickers as well. You know, the variety of kicks that he's got is is, is amazing. W- would you test if you if you were Nathan Cleary? Would you just test Wonga Blake early? Just throw one up to him just to see how his confidence is straight away. Well, I think you'd have to Sats, wouldn't yeah. you? Like you've you've got to. Um, and I can't believe the Cowboys didn't do it more often yeah. after they did the same thing. Um, I thought Gutho Gutho handled things a little bit differently. Uh, after that first drop from Wanga, because the next bomb that they put up to that side, Gutho caught the ball. So he was obviously um, just, he moved himself to the right-hand side of the field just so he could he could get there if, you know, if possible. So uh, I, I, I don't think it matters. You know, you'd certainly test Wanga out, but, you, you know, it doesn't matter who's on the wing with those kicks. If he strikes it how he wants to... Um, it doesn't matter whether they kick to Wunga or kick to, to Micah and, and and maybe make Wunga feel feel good for a while, kick Micah for a few times and then uh, then put one up to Wunga. Yeah. I, I, I think you, 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 you've got to, and I'm sure that will be part of the plan. Now, before we let you go, I, I wish we had a video on Badge because I don't know whether this is this was set up or not because oh, Badge is squirming his seats. His seat, Brandy. While we're doing this interview with you, the 1991 Grand Final replay is actually on the big can we, screen. Actually, can we get off? Because we're, at the Studio. moment, it's it's early in the second half and we're actually leading. I don't want to watch any more of it. You guys have just saved about seven tries in that first half. Unbelievable defence by the Panthers. Unbelievable. Uh, so was that, was that was that 90 or 91? 91. Are you watching? Uh, 91. When 91. You, when you yeah, won, well, yeah. You, you blokes did some tries... You, you did some try saving of yourselves in in the second half. My God, like Badge, the, the second half of that game, I I don't know how many play the balls you had in our half, I, and it wouldn't have been many. No, there would it, it wouldn't have been many at all. Whoever had, had no, tickets like at, the just, end, it, at the southern end, the southern end of the, the ground, 
they got their value for money because that, that end got, was attacked by us in the first half and you guys non-stop in the second. That's right. That's right. And I, I do remember Mal coming up with a couple of... Like, when Mal, Mal pulled off two tackles in that second half, and it almost made me think, well, we're not meant to win today. Greg Barwick was in the motion of scoring the try and Mal grabbed him like he was a seven-year-old boy and just pulled him back into the field of play, just just sort of reached down. And, and he did the same thing with Brad Izzard. Now, now Wiz was no... Mm. He was no shrinking violet, Wiz. Like, he was, you know, he was close to 100 kilos, but Mal sort of... Mal ragdolled him back into the field of play to save a try, and I thought, oh, like, we just... It's it's not meant to be. I You know, we just kept chipping away at your line, but boy, you did, your, you did your best to hold us out. And it was only, you know, the short drop kick that, that split the difference. Actually, we're yeah, just no, seeing... I still don't feel any better about Brandy, it. Brandy, we're just watching right now on the screen. <laughs> it's a bit where Canberra dropped no, the ball tackle too, <laughs> and uh, Colin <laughs> Vanderbilt picks it up and gives it to... Mm. Um, who did he give it Your to? right him? winger. Yeah, who was the right winger that day? Um, and and Martin Weeks comes on with uh, the flag Paul on. Paul Smith or yeah. Graham Mackay? No, it's Paul Smith and, Gra- and, and Martin Weeks oh, comes on was, with the... that was... That that was that was the most ridiculous um, callback of a try, which which in the well MG got sinned yep. in. Yeah, he that, was going to punch someone. Lost it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well he was. I thought he might have punched Martin Weeks, but <laughs> he he didn't. But he, I think he wanted to. Yeah. Oh, um, anyway, good times. Yeah, that was that was a try that was. Um, yeah, disallowed. Yeah, well, I hope, hope this game's All just good. as exciting as that one was because it was a, it was a massive uh, game way back in the day. Yeah, it was. Hey, Brandy, thanks for taking time out to, to join us on Sports yeah. Day, and uh, can't wait to catch up with you tomorrow. And um, and also, uh, hope everything goes well for you on Sunday. Good on you, boys. Great to talk. This is off the bench NRL. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is off the bench NRL. A Racing Queensland update. The Queensland Spring Carnival is here. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for more details. Oh, I've been looking forward to chatting to this bloke. Chris Nelson for Racing Queensland. The spring racing has arrived. Has got, Sats, word is he's got an absolute moral for us. Cannot. Cannot It lose. may as well be a one-horse race. Cannot lose. Well, yep. we, so, don't, we actually haven't looked at, had a look at the field yet. It may still be just a yeah, one-horse race. It may be. Yeah. It may be. Uh, and... But we're going to get to that. But we're going to chat to Nelso about what's coming up this weekend, mate. Actually, you have got some news around um, James Orman. How are you, mate? I have. Yeah, I'm good, guys. Um, I have got some news around Jimmy Orman, who's our premier jockey, of course. Uh, he rode a horse called Far Too Easy to Victory at the Gold Coast. You might remember a couple of weeks ago. This is the horse that, that dodged the, uh, the floods earlier this year in, uh, in northern New South Wales. Uh, and now this horse is eligible and going to the Kosciuszko, worth a couple of million dollars. And Jimmy Orman's got the rides. Only a matter of time before he had a big ride in Sydney. Beauty. And hopefully this is just the start of it because he is a jockey that's... Uh, he seems to always be in form, rarely puts in uh, a subpar ride. There's always a reason for it. So onward and up and for Jimmy. I hope he does really, really well. Far too easy in the Kosciuszko. Yep. Ripper. Right. Yep. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that. That's a couple of weeks off, isn't it? Um, now... Where yeah, are we racing uh, around Queensland this weekend? We are racing on Saturday at Eagle Farm. That's our main meeting. There's also a meeting at the Gold Coast, of course, a meeting further north uh, in Mackay and in the Twilight Zone. We will be racing at Toowoomba. And Sunday, we're off to the Sunshine Coast for another meeting there. So 
Another weekend uh, with plenty of racing. However, as you alluded to at the start of the show, Badge, mm-hmm. I've got a good thing, and it's, it's not in it's not in it's not in Brisbane. It's nowhere. It's not even in Queensland. Oh. This good thing is going around at Randwick in a Group One race, the Flight Stakes for three-year-old fillies, and her name is Fireburn, and you'll know her. She won the Golden yeah. Slipper, she won the Sires, and she ran second in the Champagne Stakes. I cannot see how they could possibly beat her, particularly on a heavy track, which is what they're going to get in Sydney on Saturday. She just is a complete duck. Loves it. What's she paying? What will Loves she, it. What will she jump at? Two dollars fifty. When I last Oh well, after Nelson's told us if, about it, if you've been into it. If you pen of money, pen yeah, Panthers three fifty. No, <laughs> maybe. <yeah. laughs> no, well, look. If she starts, it, I think she's a, certainly an odds-on chance. I think she should be in red figures. So anything you can get black uh, is good. Stick it in a multi if you like. Do anything you like. If it's too short to back straight out, throw her in a multi. If she gets to red figures, probably avoid. I don't like red figures, but the way it stands at the moment, she is a good price. Short odds, just like Sats as Penny Panthers. Before we let you go, mate, um, yeah, we won't talk to you before the grand final. What are you thinking there? You got any any thoughts on who's going to get up? You know, my knowledge of uh, NRL is is very very limited. Very yeah, limited. Your NRL uh, is comparative to my racing knowledge, so I give you the occasional <laughs> tip. Come on, tell us what you think. You do, you do. <laughs> well, uh, from what I understand, Penrith are the short price favourites. However, as the Eels, I think, haven't won a flag, what, for 36 years? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep, yep. And being a Richmond fan, I know what that was like, not winning a premiership for over 30 years, and how good it was when we finally won in 2017. So I'm going for the Eels. Were, they underdogs? were they underdogs in 2017, Richmond? No. They were. They played the Adelaide Crows, who expected to win. Right, there you go. Okay, so, massive. Is that a fair theory? Mass- is, that, yeah. is that okay? That's an omen. We love it. We're all over <laughs> it. Well, Sats isn't, but we're all over it. Good on you, <laughs> Nelson. Thanks, I'm doing the all up. <laughs> The, the eels into fireburn. Sorry, Chad. Yeah, no, fireburn well, would be a better price than fireburn. Fireburn into the eels. I don't know. I don't know. It might be, might be at similar odds. Right out, Chris Nelson. Thanks for joining us, mate. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Look forward to it, guys. Have a great weekend. Before we go on off the bench, what's got us excited across the weekend of sports? Oh yeah, what are we looking forward to, Scotty? So it goes without saying, especially when your team is in the grand final and you're a uh, you're one of their heroes. Sats, the Panthers. Should be a ripper. What am I looking forward to? I'm yeah. looking forward to our annual grand final reunion. Yeah, of course. We you have are. it each and every uh, weekend of the grand final, so I can't wait for that. And um, what are and the I'm, game itself. What I'm looking forward to is the first ten minutes. Oh, I just yeah. love the first ten minutes of big games when you've got Two teams left, whether it's Queensland, Queensland, New South Wales, the first 10 minutes, or it's a grand final. I just like the way they just rip into each other. and Nothing to lose. Yeah, it's a, it's a test of character. Kind of all or nothing, absolutely. And, and the lead-up to it as well, I've got to say, I love the 6.30 start. I mean, I'm a big fan of the afternoon we used to have, but 6.30 is great. I mean, the kids can watch it. Uh, it's finished, all done and dusted, quarter past, half past eight. No drama there. Nice afternoon lead into it with the, the um, Norse Devils versus Penrith in the uh, – national championships, mm-hmm. and then the Knights and Eels in the NRLW before the big game. And, and we're going to see Barnsley and co. in the pre- I can't wait for all of yeah, that. It should great. be a beauty. Be hey, thanks, uh, thanks all for joining us on Off the Bench. Uh, have a great weekend, and uh, may the best team win the big NRL grand final. See you, Sats. See ya. This is Off the Bench NRL. We'll be back soon.